Welcome back to Motherhood Interrupted. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, we made it through the holidays. Okay, guys, let's be real. I feel like it's very interesting when you really take a step back and look at the holidays because I feel like people have such wildly different experiences on so many fronts. So some people are meeting up with family and surprising each other and creating the most exciting experiences with their families and their children and just leaning in and loving it and thriving. And then you have other people that generally have lost somebody or they're losing somebody and it's a fight. It's like a real fight to just get through the holidays. And I feel like I've been on both ends of it. And thankfully this year, I'd say that it was definitely more on the positive side, but I do feel like, you know, not acknowledging that sometimes in some seasons for all different people, the holidays are just not joyful. And I don't mean to say that because I'm trying to be a downer. I'm just saying it because I think it's the realistic view of what's actually going on in the world. And I guess what I'm saying is if you are on that side of like, okay, we just made it through the holidays. Like it was really hard and like it was honestly painful, incredibly difficult. I've been there. Um, I remember after losing my cousin, she was 34 years old. I remember literally just getting through the holidays, like really just getting through them alive was a big accomplishment for our whole family. It was just devastating. Like we were broken. We limped our way across the finish line. So You know, I guess if that's you, I just want to give you a shout out and say it will get better with each season. And, you know, you do find your new normal. And I would also say that carving out new traditions or finding different ways to authentically find joy or even just faking joy. Like, for example, going to a fabulous resort and joining their preset Thanksgiving dinner or joining their preset Christmas Eve dinner, you know, things like that. Like we actually did that at Bacara in Santa Barbara one year. And it was just like what we needed. It was just a respite. It was a place to go. We didn't have to, you know, fake it and decorate our houses and put on a happy face and just pretend because that could be so exhausting. So I just want to acknowledge if if you kind of really barely made it through the holidays this year, I, I do want to let you know that I've definitely been there and I feel like this year was pretty solid, but I feel really grateful because we've definitely had health challenges in our family and um, I, I'm very aware that it could have been different for us this year and thankfully, you know, everybody was fine. But, you know, we we got through it and it wasn't, it was actually, you know, I'd say that for us actually this year was a pretty good holiday. You know, on the flip side, I see other moms, you know, aka Santa. Yeah. If anyone was wondering if Santa's real, yes, her name is mom or sometimes the name is mom and dad, depending. But, um, you know, a lot of the moms, wow, you guys really go above and beyond for your kids. I mean, really, really, really. And I'm just like, girl, aren't you tired? You just like made everybody's season so magical. And I know that it comes with so much planning, so much time, so much effort, so much stress. 
And it was interesting. I put out a poll on my Instagram and asked people like, how stressed are you this holiday season? And it was kind of evenly distributed between high, medium, and low stress. For me, I would say this year, I can share what worked. For me, this was probably the lowest stress year as a mom that I've had. I think when you have kids, the holidays are a whole nother undertaking because you're basically forming memories for your kids' childhood. You know, you are forming those memories that they look back upon their Christmas, their Hanukkah, their Thanksgiving. And, you know, it's kind of a lot of pressure when you think about it. So, you know, I do understand why people put in the effort because it really does mean a lot to your kids at the end of the day. And, you know, when they look back on these days, this is basically forming their foundation for what Christmas means. It's defining it for them. And it's a huge deal. So I think it's a huge responsibility. And I do appreciate the moms and dads that are out there really working so hard to make it the best they can for their kids. But I got to tell you, I think I give myself like a solid five, like, I will do enough to make it feel holiday ish, which by the way, is a great departure from the way I was growing up. Uh, brought up because my mom really didn't do any of that stuff. Although we did go to my cousins and my aunts on, um, on Christmas. So that was kind of the big to do, but there were no, there wasn't a single decoration in our house. We had our Hanukkah menorah and we celebrated Hanukkah. We had one present, you know, a night and that was that. And it was just very minimal. And I was fine with it. Cause I didn't realize, you know, I hate to say what I was missing, <laughs> what I was missing, but I feel like, you know, me doing essentially anything as far as decorating is above and beyond. It's just not something that I grew up having and or feeling like I needed. But now I kind of see the joy, the extra magic that it brings to children. And I think it's really special. So basically, let's see, what did we do? I would say it was low stress because the biggest things we did were we traveled before the holiday so that it felt like at the beginning of Thanksgiving break and then again at the beginning of Christmas break we got it out of the way so it wasn't like oh my god we have trips looming we are planning and it was like coming and and a big part of that frankly is because of Brian's restaurants like they're busy during those big peak holidays and so and they're open and so we really don't even have the luxury of going away or you know, really turning off, so to speak, during the high, you know, the big holidays, because we're working. Brian's working, I should say. And so yes, I would say one of the big, you know, wins for us this year was yes, we did go away, which was a huge departure from the last couple of years, we had not traveled as you guys know at all. So it was really nice this year to like, really just like get off the grid. We did mammoth as a fun reminder, if you guys want to hear about those trips, the trips that we did, I do have episodes where I actually step you through the wins and losses of those trips. And Mammoth was such a win. It was so great. And we did it before Thanksgiving, but at the beginning of the kids break. And then again, we did Vegas, which I walked you guys through again in the last episode and had a bunch of wins on that trip. And I think going to these places before everybody else was there and before the airports were crazy or like the roads were crazy or the snow or the this, it was good. I think it's a win to go a little bit to like arrive at these destinations a little bit ahead. I would say the the negatives of doing that, though, is you also kind of not everything's open. So there's a little bit of that. So just be careful. Okay, the other thing that I did that I think was a really great win was I did my Black Friday shopping for the kids for Hanukkah slash Christmas, whatever, Hanukkah. 
and I had done it. So I had their shopping complete like way in advance and everything was wrapped and locked and loaded and ready to go even before we had decorations out. So that was a huge win. We also put lights up on our house this year, which sounds like probably not a big deal to a lot of you, but I've never had lights on a house. I was never, I just never had that. It's not something Jewish people typically do. I mean, traditionally speaking, obviously there's a million people that are Jewish that put lights out, but you know, traditionally speaking, that isn't like a Jewish tradition, right? But obviously we're in a new day and age and many Jewish people do that. So I finally felt like, well, why can't we do it? So yeah, we got white lights on our house. It really lifted my mood around the holiday from the beginning. It just really got me into that vibe of like, I'm proud of our house. We're being festive. The kids are enjoying it. And the kids would look forward to seeing the lights every night. And I'm going to keep them up for a little bit. So, I mean, not like super long, that'd be weird, but like maybe first week of January, first week of January, second week, but it still doesn't feel long enough. Okay. So yeah. So basically having all of our presents done, like bought, purchased, and then wrapped well in advance was great. Now, Brian does take over the toys. I don't do toys. I did all the clothes shopping and he did the toy shopping. And so he's great at that. And then the only other thing I did for, for the toys was I got all of the wrapping papers. Oh, another huge win. If you guys are going to like Target or Michaels or any of those other places and buying all of your gift wrapping, I mean, the quality is better, but I have to say we saved so much money because I went to the dollar store and I got a bunch of really cute bags and you know, they had season's greetings bags, which was perfect because for my nephew and my niece, they're half Jewish, half Christian or half Catholic. And so they celebrate both. So I got a really cute like snowman, like season's greetings gift bag. And then I got them little toys at Target. And then, um, oh, you know what I got? Okay, wait. Then I did a little bit of craftsmanship. Okay. So for the grandparents, I also did a huge project where I took the kids school photos and went to Michael's, which now has an Aaron Brothers, you know, that store, that frame store, I guess they like pretty much went out of business, but they have like a store within a store at Michael's near us. So I went and I bought like a ton of frames. I I think I spent like three or $400 on frames and framed all of the baby, all of baby London's like photo shoots from like her newborn photos. And, um, just like did this huge project, but I really had done it mostly, you know, finally I did it you know, I finally went and did it because I wanted to get the grandparents pictures of the kids framed of them in their school photos. So that was what I did. I wrapped everything. I got tissue paper and bags from the dollar store for the grandparents. And then I got the frames from Michael's and did a whole project and it turned out so cute. And then I took some of the kids art, you know, they come home with like seasonal art, like a little snowman or like a cutout menorah or like, you know, cute little things like that. I actually took their art and wrote like, you know, to Bobby love Carter or whatever and made that part of the gift. And so that was a really fun way of sharing their art without, you know, throwing it out like I normally do and also making like a fun card and the kids just like wrote little stuff on there like on the back and so that was really nice so that was a win um and then what I got for Skylar I got him like sensory play type you know he's three so I got him age-appropriate toys for that like two different like play sets from Target and then for baby Lucia who's only four months okay so basically 
my sister's husband, I almost said my sister's boyfriend, my sister's husband, Adolfo, he's like in love with his little girl. He's so hands-on with the kids. He's the best dad ever, et cetera. And he like went and got her ears pierced and like all this stuff, right? And I noticed like he really likes to put her in bows, like little headband bows. And he doesn't have a lot of them. Like they don't have a lot. And I know my sister just like really doesn't care about this stuff. So what I did was I went on Etsy and I had them make like a custom headband like holder so it's like a wood block and it says it's like painted in gray and then in cursive it says her name Lucia painted in light pink and then it has little hooks and it's you just like hang it on the wall you can even just use a command hook it has like a little string and yeah you just hang all the headbands so then I went to Amazon which I think I have the links not I think I do have the links in my Instagram links they're the best head headbands for the babies and 20 or 30 of them come in a pack and they're not even expensive. I want to say they were like $20 or something and they're the best headbands. I have a whole bunch for London and they come in so many different fabrics and it's just like they're the best headbands because they don't poke into your kid's head or like give them a headache, you know, because London hates wearing hats or earmuffs or any of that stuff. Like she will not, she's not having it. So these little headbands are really lightweight. They're skinny bands. And then there's like a good size bow, but it's not huge bows and doesn't like go into their head in a way that like hurts them. So anyway, they really are the best bows. So that's what I got. Lucia was her little bow holder and a huge bunch of bows. And it was just the cutest little present. And then baby London. Oh my gosh. So we went to a, an event, like a country club event, and we did a Hanukkah dinner with all of the family. That was a huge win. I've never done that before, and that was amazing. So I definitely loved going to like a third party or like a different place to go celebrate. And of course, with Hanukkah, we have the luxury of having eight nights. So like if you do that on one of the nights, it doesn't mean you can't like host or do something more intimate another night, you know. So that's what we did one of the nights, which was super fun. The kids loved it. And they were singing and dancing, food, drink, all the things. It was so great. And then so then one of the nights, it was like the second to last night of Hanukkah, I believe. We also we also had hosted a Hanukkah party at our house for mostly Jen and her in-laws and so her brother-in-law Pablo lives in Thailand because he's like in the government and like travels and stuff and he has like this amazing job whatever and then his girlfriend came and so we had people in from Thailand and so I made latkes and what we did okay this was a really good way of doing this you get so instead of making full latkes what we did was we had already made brisket we had gone to Costco and gotten mac and cheese, scalloped potatoes. We made a bunch of fresh vegetables that were delicious. So we had all this food. But what we did was instead of just serving latkes like regular latkes, I made little bite-sized appetizer ones. And th this was my mom's idea, by the way. Can't take credit. So we did little dollops of um we did little dollops of latkes and then what we did was we put a little bit of applesauce on top so everybody had like one or two when they first came with like you know a glass of wine or a beer or whatever they were drinking just to like hold them over until dinner and it didn't spoil their dinner and it was like traditional a nod to, to the traditional you know latkes without it being like oh god this is like all we're gonna eat and it's like a main event you know 
So I would say I loved the idea of doing latka appetizers. That was a really good, that was like a slick move by my mom, I got to say. Oh, speaking of latkas, okay, my friend's boyfriend is a professional chef. And so for New Year's, what we are going to do is we're not going to do a big New Year's Eve thing because frankly, I don't want to be hungover and have to get up at five in the morning with my baby because baby London gets up at like 530 every day, seven days a week. That's right. And so anyway, um, so during the day, we're actually going to go to a hockey game with another family or maybe even two other families. I think one other family for sure. And so we're going to go to LA Kings hockey game, go Kings and take the kids with another family. It's going to be fun. It's at 1 PM on 1231. So it's like new year's Eve day. And so we're going to probably get home around five. And so what I was thinking we would do is I was going to make like an intimate surf and turf for me and my parents and my husband and the kids and like probably get like, you know, filet mignon and lobster tails from Gelson's and then, and then, uh, <laughs> okay. And then I was thinking, you know what, when I was at Gelson's, I noticed they sell caviar. I'm like, well, I've never had caviar. Is that something that I should be like trying? Like, I don't know. So then cut to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Stay with me. There's a reason why I'm bringing this up. Kathy Hilton, if you guys have not seen the latest season, Kathy Hilton had her sister Kyle over and they had baked potato with sour cream and caviar. And she's like, oh, it's something we do in France. Well, anyway, back to my friend's boyfriend, who's a chef, he's French. So I asked him, like, what do you think of like this menu? I'll do a surf and turf. And then I was going to do like a potato with caviar and sour cream. And so he suggested that we did little potato pancakes a la latkes, basically. Like basically do mini bite size latkes with caviar and sour cream. So now I might even just do it that way. So yeah, that's going to be our big New Year's Eve plans. I would have loved to do something super splashy and wear sparkles and have fun. But I think that for us this year, like we don't have a nanny to like come help, obviously. Like it's, you know, it's a holiday. So, so that's what we're doing. And so those are kind of my ideas. If you guys were looking for ideas, I'm sure you guys are probably doing like the most fabulous things for New Year's Eve, but we're just not like we're going to, I'm also a little bit nervous, honestly, to like drive around on New Year's Eve. So I kind of was like, we'll just like leave it there. Okay. And then I decided another thing is that next year I want to go back to Vegas just with me and Brian and maybe another couple or two and go to a concert. So Adele's playing, Taylor Swift, a bunch of my friends already have tickets to these things, by the way. So I like need to stop talking about it and go do it. But I'm looking forward to that in the new year. Okay, now here's something we need to talk about manifesting. Now, look, I know we're not quite at New Year's Eve and I'm not typically a big resolutions person, but I do want to tell you something. My psychic Scott there is still one episode I did not publish that him and I had, and it was phenomenal. He was like, I need you to manifest what you want for the coming year. Or he didn't say it quite that this way, but this is my, he basically said, I want you to manifest what you want in your life exactly the way you manifested London. And when he said that, it like really struck a chord because I manifested the living hell out of London. Like you guys, you don't even understand. I did this whole like process just to get London. And I'm not talking just about the IVF. Like I did all of these recordings, this whole mindset thing. I like studied so much stuff just to get myself on the frame of mind to like go ahead and like fight for London and to like even start IVF. Like even before I started IVF, I 
yeah, it, it just, it was a whole process that I went through and I actually taught a course on what I did. It was that intense where I actually have a course that I taught all about how to like manifest your dreams. And it wasn't like titled that like about manifesting per se because I don't really even necessarily always look at it that way but really that is what you're doing you're manifesting your life so I went ahead and bought myself a vision board like just like a cardboard cutout and I encourage you guys to do the same and I started coming up with different things that are going to go on my vision board so I think over like the next week I'm going to actually do my vision board and Brian thinks it's so stupid he does not do it he never would want to do anything like this. But for me, it's actually really important. And like, for example, I'm manifesting a second home somewhere. I'm manifesting a certain job. I'm manifesting stuff with family. Like it's just, there's stuff going on. And I think that for me and what the psychic had told me is like, get really clear on what you want get super clear on it and put it out there. Like really you need to start focusing in on what it is that you want, like, cause you're confusing the universe. And so it was just like, finally I'm like, okay, I really need to like sit down and do this. So yeah. So I'm going to be manifesting honey, 2023 baby. So the kids are off again. Last week they went to tennis camp. It's only four hours a day. And then they were begging to go to gymnastics camp this week. So gymnastics camp is great because it's from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. not just four hours it's like a much longer day so I have London we don't have our nanny obviously because it's you know the holiday and so the kids are going to go do that and they're going to be so excited and it'll give me time to just like grocery shop you know make sure I get my podcast out and all that goodness and kind of get myself pulled together and organized The last thing we're going to do that I'll tell you about is, oh, we're going to go to the Santa Barbara Zoo. I guess they have something called Zoo Lights. Have you guys heard of that? It's supposed to be really awesome. It's like a light show at night, but we got lucky because it's supposed to rain this week here in LA. And I'm like, oh, of course, like the three days it rains, it's like over my zoo lights. But actually it turns out that the night that we have that planned, we, it's not supposed to rain. So I think we're going to be doing that on Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to the zoo lights. I'll let you know how amazing it is. It's only for, you know, a set period of time. They don't have it all year round. It's like for the holidays. So, um, but I know it'll be really cold. So we'll have to really like bundle up for that. And, um, oh, also for all of my friends that I've seen in the last month that have been calling my phone ratchet and embarrassing and ghetto and all these things, I would like to just inform you that, yes, I do have a brand new phone, honey. Oh, your camera wasn't good enough. I don't want to take a picture with your phone, whatever. I like had no idea how snobby my friends were as far as like phones. I was like, oh, I didn't know that it was like such a big deal to like have like such a nice phone, whatever. I have the new one, the iPhone 14 plus whatever max or whatever. I don't even care about that stuff. But anyway, everybody seemed to be very bothered and disturbed. But admittedly, I will say my phone was literally starting to like fall apart and like had shreds of glass because I dropped it so many times. I mean, just having the kids and I didn't have the right protection, like protective stuff on it. So anyway, it was to be fair, it was kind of ratchet. Um, So thank you, I guess, for pushing me to get that done because it's done now. So I no longer will embarrass you. Okay. So coming up, I have already recorded two amazing podcasts that I will probably wait until the new year to release because they're so good. And I know right now everybody's out of their routines. And so I'll probably hold off and publish them. But one of them 
is with my friend Leslie Schuler, who is incredible. And we talk all about adoption. And it is such a good episode. And then another episode that I'm going to publish is all about eating your placenta. Yes, with my placenta encapsulation specialist, Valerie, who is the person that has encapsulated my placentas with all three kids. And I've eaten my placenta with all three kids and I'm very proud of it and I love it. And I know you guys are like, oh, that's so gross. But yeah, it's the best thing I've ever done. And so we're going to dive deep into that. And I'm going to share with you all about the process and why would you even do this? And like all the things like she's so professional and so amazing that I feel like the world needs to hear more from someone like her on this subject because it's not a regulated business. And I think sanitation is of the utmost importance along with like underlying health of the placenta. So Valerie is such an expert and such a professional that I'm like, the world really needs to hear from you. And I think she's done a bunch of like celebrities and high profile people. I think, I think she has, but I actually haven't asked her and I don't even think she'd tell me if she did, but anyway, um, she is amazing. So that's coming up also in the next couple weeks. And the last thing I'm going to say is I was playing tennis and it was super fun. And I was listening to podcasts while I was playing tennis. And I recommend if anybody out there wants to just hit some balls, go put on my podcast while you're hitting some balls and playing tennis. And also, if you guys have not played pickleball, you really need to go out there and play with some friends. It's super fun. My friends Sam and Abby took me out and it was so fun. So anyway, more about that because we're actually going to go to a tournament in January. So I'll give you more of the lowdown on pickleball life, hashtag pickleball life. And um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. I hope you've had a wonderful holiday and please, you know, moms, if you could, I want you to do one thing for yourself this week, like a manicure. I want you to get a massage. I want you to binge watch Emily in Paris like I just did. I want you to do something awesome for you because you've just worked so hard for everybody else and you need a break. Okay, this is your sign. I'm telling you now, go take the break you need. Ask for an hour or two and please take care of yourselves too. You guys deserve it. So with that, thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe. Please share this podcast if you like it. Comment, leave a review, subscribe, all the things. I so appreciate you guys listening. I love you guys. I love this podcast and I'll talk to you soon. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>